What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Berti here. In this episode, we are going to talk about how do we turn our websites that maybe they're not making any cash, maybe they're underperforming or disappointed with them. How do we make them into predictable cash generating machines? We are going to jump into that in this episode with our guest, who is the founder of Ardor SEO, a company that provides its clients with predictable, reliable revenue to grow their businesses. Ardor SEO has helped companies like EO Fire, the Influence Marketer, Avolo Hotels, Happy Cow, Food for Life Global, and so many more. Our guest who joins us is none other than Chris Reed. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Awesome, awesome to be here. Chris, it is a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And with a website, it's a big time investment. It's a big time investment to produce one that brings in predictable revenue. It's a big time investment also to produce a website that doesn't bring in predictable <laughs> revenue. So either way, it's a big time investment. We want to make sure we get the ROI. So I'm wondering, we could get into more of your successes later and stuff you've done for your clients, but why would you say a lot of the websites out there are underperforming and not bringing in that revenue? Because uh, most people don't understand what the heck the point of a website is. Uh, they're getting better at it, but still most people just don't understand. It's, you know, it's like having a business card, right? You can have a beautiful business card, but if you're not handing them out, then it doesn't mean shit. Like if no one's seeing your business card, then what's, what's the point of it? You know, web designers, like they really need to go back to school because they don't understand it. They, you know, beautiful websites don't sell things, words sell things, and people need to find those words for them to be effective. Your website does not need to be beautiful. I mean, it's great if it does, it will convert better if it does, but unless you're a wedding photographer or a web designer, it doesn't particularly need to look amazing. It needs to show that, you know, clearly what the hell you do because people are often searching for the problem, not knowing that you're the solution for it, or otherwise they'd already have that problem solved. So it needs to really instantly say, what do you do? What are the problems you fix? And show that you're an authority. That's the point of a website. And I really love how Chris is talking about the copy. And you could have a really fancy looking website, but if people are looking at that fold, that first thing that appears when someone goes to your website, they're still scratching their head figuring out what it is that you do, how can you help them? There's not gonna be a reason for that pe those people to stick around. One of the things I know for blog posts, it's headline, your meta description, and your picture. And if those aren't good, no one's gonna read, even if it's a really good blog post. So similarly, a lot of people, they just don't properly present themselves when it comes to yeah. their copy. One, one of my favorite books, uh, Story Brand by Don, Don Miller, fabulous marketer. You know, he, he refers to it as the grunt test. You know, imagine like if a caveman came to your website, you know, does he instantly understand, you know, someone that's grunt, grunts and can't even speak English properly. Do they understand what you do? Is it that clear and that simple? You know, cause you know, most people are experts in their field and the more complex and convoluted your, your field is, then the harder it is for a layman to understand. You know, so a layman sitting there searching for, for the problem, you know, I've got a headache and you're the perfect solution to that. Well, that's what you need to, sh to demonstrate to people. How do you fix that? First thing you need to say is I fix headaches and then, you know, show that you're an authority and can be trusted to do that. And you know, people will buy from you. 
And with that copy, you're very clear about what you do and who you serve. How do we then translate that into revenue? Because I could say, for instance, I help people who want to launch, grow, monetize their podcast, but then how do you go to the next step where you have the revenue coming in? Yeah. So that, that gets trickier, even with SEO, right? Like people, you know, often think, okay, that's great. You've helped all these people. You know, will it work for me? Are my customers out there searching that? You know, like uh, one, one person that you mentioned, Entrepreneurs on Fire, big, big time podcast with John Lee Dermis. So he's our customer and we work with a lot of podcasts. In fact, you, you, so you need to have backlinks to, to rank a website. And so John's been a guest on a heck of a lot of podcasts. And so we outreach to all of the people that he's been on podcasts from to make sure that they're linking back to his website. And so then a lot of people go, well, you're working with John, you must be pretty cool. So, you know, they want to have a chat to talk about, you know, building up their audience and building up their website. And it's like, they go, I don't know, it works for John, but will it work for me? So you really, it is difficult to get over that, uh, that hurdle. So you shouldn't try and do too much on a website because, you know, a, a website is nice, but it's not going to sell someone on a big time service. It's great if you're selling someone on a $7 widget, but like if you're, Wanting to like really, you know, when you when you're building someone's well website and turning into a predictable revenue stream, it is a lot of work and it is a decent investment, and you're not going to be able to really sell that on a website. What you can sell is that you're an authority and let's have a chat. You know, like you need to get people into your sales funnel. So often, what what websites have is what's called a lead magnet, where it's like you know, download my guide on you know, ours is like on you know, five things a website needs. What are the five major things that most people are missing on their website? And one of the things is a lead magnet and a call to action. So you need people to come to your website and hey, download my guide. They download the guide and go, oh wow, this is really super interesting stuff. This guy knows what he's talking about. Will you do it for me now? Yeah, you know, or, or whatever it is, you move them towards buying your product or or taking you up on your service provider. But like strong call to action and you know an email marketing sales funnel. In fact, going in on that, one of one of our customers is a big time painter. So he's a franchise in like seven or eight states in the US. Like he's, he's a big time painter and knows every painter in the US. And uh, I remember when we were first talking, he said, most painters, they're usually doing around 200,000 a year and, and struggling to like pay bills. Painters that are smart enough to have an email marketing funnel are usually doing over 2 million. So it's like, if, you know, even if it costs you 30 grand to like put together a decent email marketing funnel, which, you know, that'd be expensive. It's like 30 grand to 10 X your business. Like what a hell of an investment that is. <laughs> now, part of the uh, getting those types of returns is getting the visibility. So I do want to jump into the traffic point pretty soon. One thing I do want to, go into though is we talked about how John Lee Dumas became one of your clients and you don't have to share that whole story if you know you want to keep it confidential or it's not supposed to be out there but how do you get these high level clients I feel like a lot of people are afraid to approach someone like did you approach John Lee Dumas and say hey I do SEO and uh, I looked at your hey sir madam I looked at your site and here like a bunch of things you could do better. I don't know if you get those emails, but I'm wondering how did that work? Yeah. Uh, so I can't particularly remember how, how we came to bring on John. So I won't talk about that, but uh, one man that is on my target list right at the moment is Noah Kagan from OK Dog. Oh, be In fact, I, I emailed him about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, so we, we have been talking for quite some time and his last message to me was like, yeah, 
but we, we, uh, we focus on YouTube, not SEO. And I'm like, dude, that's because you don't understand it. Like Facebook and YouTube, sure. They're, they're great. I mean, otherwise those two companies wouldn't be worth so much money, but it's really easy for people to get interrupted, right? Like someone's watching your video on YouTube. There's all these other videos there for them to move away to. And even if you want them to buy something, they're not on the right platform to buy something. You have to move them over to your website. If someone's on your website, they're a captive audience. You know, there's only your stuff to interrupt them. And you know, they're right there where you can buy stuff. Uh, and so I tried to explain that to him. And uh, so recently he did an interview with the Wolf of Wall Street guy. I can't remember that guy's name. But uh, we showed him, like, this is some stuff that you're missing on that page. Like, we did what's called a single page optimization strategy for him, which isn't a great deal of work, but it's enough work that he goes, oh, wow, you guys know what the hell you're talking about. And so, you know, now we're moving on to the next level. And, you know, hopefully in, in the very near future, he will be a customer. And, man, having, having big names like that, you get to name drop, which is, is great. Like, other customers that you just mentioned, like, you know, Food for Life Global, who is a massive uh, vegan uh, food relief charity. You know, they've got testimonials from like Paul McCartney, Nelson Mandela, like they're massive, but most people don't know their name. So it doesn't help you win customers where lots of people know Noah Kagan's name. And so you can drop that name and yeah, it converts, converts more customers. <laughs> <laughs> So you emailed Noah 15 minutes ago, you're on breakthrough success. I definitely think that is a good luck sign. But in what Chris said, he mentioned how he went along with the relationship building process with Noah. We got some good insight in that. It's not like Chris approached Noah and said, I think I could help you with your SEO. There was a meaningful relationship built. Chris gave like the teaser where you know he went through a page he said, this is what you could be doing. Noah sees now that Chris is an expert, knows what he's talking about. And you could see through that. I wouldn't be surprised if Noah ends up, you know, like using your company and like being able to have you help with the SEO. I could definitely see that based on the relationship building, based on the value you've already provided. If you do want to get a big client, that is the type of mentality you have. They're very protective of their money because the more successful you become, the more you realize the value of money. So you really got to put on your A game to get those clients. But once you get those clients, you can name drop them. And that helps you get so many more clients as well. It is certainly one of those things that compounds. Uh, do you want to, I, I do want to get into the, how to get more visitors piece for the website. Is there anything else you want to add first? Or you want to go into visitors? Uh, for sure. One, one thing I'd recommend is just building relationships by being genuine and being helpful. Uh, so another big time name is Mike McCallowitz, the author yeah. of Profit First and Clockwork. Absolutely love his books. I'd highly recommend them to any entrepreneur. But uh, in Clockwork, uh, the whole idea of the book is to build a business that's not revolving around you. That's an actual business where you can go on a four week vacation and it grows with, with you not around. And at the start of the book, he uh, says, look, take a photo and promise me that you're going to take a four week vacation and like send me an email and give me a date of when you're going to do this. And I did that. And he replied back with a nice message and I just made him a little video and said, well, dude, I really like your books. You know, here's some stuff that's wrong with your website. Uh, you know, fix this and this and this, and you know, you'll, you'll get in front of more people and grow your business. And he went, man, that's awesome. Can you be on my show? Uh, and so I was on Mike McCallett's podcast about, it was November last year. 
I tell you, like he's such a big name, like it's still bringing us customers. We got two customers from that podcast last month and they are like awesome big customers. So like, you know, like if you just be genuine and helpful, you know, not, you're not going to like land every person, but you're like, you, you, you build a network and you get a name for, for being giving. And I love how, again, you see that, how Chris just sends them an email that how he's going to take a four week vacation. He's participating in the activity that Mike's posing, uh, not posing, like suggesting in his book. And it does give you that edge. Relationship building is vital. If you build the relationship a lot first, then you make the ask, you are a lot more likely to get the clients. I definitely say, uh, thinking back to some of my clients, I could say that the same thing has happened. You build those relationships first and then good things do happen. Uh, going back to the website, though, because some people, they want clients. Other people, they want to sell their book, their course, their offer. And a big part of that is getting the visitors. If you have a high converting website at like a 10% conversion rate, but you get zero visitors and you're not getting any sales. So what are your strategies for increasing the traffic? I know you're very SEO focused based on order SEO, but I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. So paid traffic is obviously great or Facebook wouldn't be worth anything. And you know, that is where paid traffic is where Google makes all of their money. Like Google does not make any money from SEO, right? They don't do SEO. They, uh, you know, SEOs are trying to like reverse engineer Google's algorithm to work out how to rank websites. Uh, Ahrefs, which is a massive uh, SEO tool, really fabulous tool. And it's really useful. And they have an offer where it's like seven bucks for seven days or maybe $1 for seven days or something, which is really worth the trial because you can get so much insight on your competitors and your, your own website. And yeah, for, for a couple of bucks, I'd highly recommend it. Uh, but they did a really great article recently that was 90.63% of content. They analyzed 2 billion pieces of content and 90.63% of content gets zero organic traffic from Google, like zero. And the article is really long and it goes into, you know, why that is but it found that 0.21% of content, 0.21. So 20% of 1%, like totally tiny amount of content gets more than a thousand visitors a month. So like a thousand is a good amount of visitors for one piece of content, but only a tiny fraction of, of content gets that. And the secret to it is backlinks. If you do not have backlinks, you cannot rank in Google. You can't, you won't rank your domain authority. You won't, you won't, and you won't rank your page. So a backlink is just a link from one website to another. And that's still the secret of how Google works. So like any older listeners, <clears throat> you might remember back in the nineties that there was, you know, all sorts of websites, uh, search engines, you know, Yahoo, AltaVista, Ask Jeeves, Excite. And they had two things in common. One, that the search results were all crap. And two, that they based their search results on content. So like if you, if you wrote Plumber New York a million times on your website, you'd be number one because you have Plumber New York written the most times. And so it was really easy to spam their search engines and get, and, and, you know, get good search results because you could just make crappy websites and put a little bit of content on there. So Larry Page, the co-founder of Google, he was at university at the time and he went, that is ridiculous. And he invented what's called the PageRank algorithm after Larry Page. And it's basically 
the more backlinks that the more websites that are linking to your website, the bigger your page rank score and the more trust you have and the better your rank. It gets way more complicated now. Like you need more, the more niche relevant a website is, is more important than its domain authority. But basically the more links that you have coming to your website, the better you're going to rank for anything. But things to consider too, uh, domain authority works like a cake, right? So the more pages that you have, the more slices of cake that you give out. So every one of your pages gets a slice of that cake. So it's really important that you have super good site structure uh, and so that it's really easy for Google to understand, you know, what pages are more important than others. So you want your main category pages to rank for the big keywords and the, you know, the less important pages to really support those main category pages. So a really good example of that is you know, John Lee Dermis, Entrepreneurs on Fire. He's been in the game like 10 years or something. Uh, and so his website, it just kept kind of adding stuff to it. And it's a really well converting website. He's got really great sales funnels, but you know, he didn't understand SEO. And so he just compounded like a lot of bad techniques on top of each other. Site structure was pretty flat. So every page, you know, had the same uh, authority. And so one of his biggest affiliate things is how to, how to, how to, uh, how to rank a podcast, how to make money from podcasting. And so he was making really good money from this. And so he added more and more content about the same topic. And that's when you get keyword cannibalization because Google's not sure which page should be ranking for that keyword. And so they're in com com competition with each other and start pulling each other down. And if you have crappy site structure, that's what, that's what happens. So you need to start out with what's called keyword research, understanding what your customer is searching for. And then from that, you build your site structure. So you have your main category pages where if you think like Amazon, you know, it's amazon.com slash movies slash music slash fashion. Then under fashion, you've got men's and women's and, and so on and so forth. And so that's when you do keyword mapping. So every page gets you know, one primary keyword and that goes in your, your H1 and your title tag uh, and three secondary keywords, which go in your description and your H2s. And if you're really like going after competitive keywords, and so they'll be your main category pages, you then build what's called supportive content. So for example, one of our customers who's Ovalo Hotels, so they, you know, one of them, they're, they're a five-star hotel chain around Australia and, and Hong Kong. And you know, one of their main keywords is Hotel Sydney. And so they're up against Agoda, booking.com, hotels.com, you know, massive companies that literally spend billions of dollars on marketing. And you don't want to go head to head with them for their main keywords. And plus you can't just keep spamming content, Hotel Sydney, Hotel Sydney, it's not going to work. So we do a content plan about things like, you know, best beaches in Sydney, best parks in Sydney, best walks in Sydney, which are things that anyone that's going on a holiday to Sydney is going to be searching from. So you get traffic directly for that because it's easy to rank for those long tail keywords that you're building up your relevancy that, oh, this, this website's everything about a holiday to Sydney. So your main Hotel Sydney page goes up. So yeah, it's, a, it's not easy getting traffic, but it, it's really worth the investment. And Ardor SEO could definitely help you guys with that if you are looking for more SEO insights. The one thing we will jump into uh, at the most basic sense, backlinks seem to be the first thing you mentioned. They're pretty vital. I know for John Lee Dumas, he appeared on a lot of podcasts and then you checked in to make sure the link was in the proper place. So podcasts like guesting, like what Chris is doing right now is a really great way to get links, but 
how else would you suggest we go out there and get backlinks? Yeah, so podcasting is a fabulous way to get links because, well, for we recommend it a lot for our new customers, like people that are new to internet marketing and their website has zero authority. Because if you've got a brand new website, it takes a while to, to get traction with Google and build up that trust. And so podcasting allows you to well, get in front of that, the, someone else's audience straight away so you can build up some, uh, some customer base. But the main thing is the talking points that you're talking about is exactly what your business does. And so the backlink, even if the podcast's domain authority isn't massive, at least it's really, really niche relevant. So that's super important. But like, you know, generally most businesses don't work in isolation. So if you work with different service providers, that's an awesome niche. So uh, one of our customers who's one of the top 1,000 realtors in the US, she even made in the top 10% of that, number 83, Mrs. Avery Carl, who is really kicking ass. So she specializes in sell selling wood cabins in Tennessee in the, in the Smoky Mountains. And so she actually sells cabins and then uh, rents them out for you. So she does short-term property rentals and, you know, she needs to work with all sorts of service providers, you know, landscapers, plumbers, electricians to look after all these cabins. And, you know, those people, they might not have amazing domain authority and big websites, but they're really super niche relevant. You know, she wants to rank in everything in the, in the Smoky Mountains, which isn't that competitive. And so if you've got backlinks from other service providers in the Smoky Mountains, that's like super awesome. So that's a really good way to get backlinks. Uh, another way is, uh, you know, generally a realtor, like she focuses on the Smoky Mountains. She's not in competition with a realtor in New York or California or Australia. You know, you can work with these people to exchange backlinks. You know, you help them rank in California, they help you rank in Australia or, or vice versa. So that's, that's another way to get them. Uh, you, can, you can go the route of buying them. Buying them is not great. Because uh, generally that anyone that sells backlinks, well, they sell them to anyone. So, you know, the whole point of why a backlink is valuable is they're hard to get. You have to provide value. You know, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a backlink right here, but it takes a whole lot of my time, right? And that's why it's valuable. If they were easy to get, then everyone would be getting them and then they'd be worthless again. Yeah, that's a great point. Like the backlink... Um for a podcast you gotta provide value you have to be you have to have a good enough topic and good enough expertise to come on the show there's a lot of factors that lead into getting backlinks from podcasts and all these other opportunities and speaking of backlinks chris i am wondering uh for people who want to learn more about you all the stuff you're doing where do we go is it just art or seo or do we have other stuff as well so if you google the coolest guy in seo you'll uh, see my handsome face all over the internet but uh, yeah, Ardor SEO is a, is a great place to go. And actually, if you go to ardorseo.com slash breakthrough, I will personally make you a video review of your market and your website. So I'll go and show you some things, what your potential customers are searching for, in what search volume, and show you some simple things that you can change yourself, like your headers, your title tags, to you know, get your website in front of more people that are actively searching for exactly what you do and help you grow your business. Make sure you guys get that free video review. I definitely wouldn't pass it up considering what type of value Chris brought into this episode and the clients who he serves and just the overall expertise he has. So check out those links in the show notes. Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure to have you here today. Cheers, Mark. Rock on.